0: 701.
1: I call the meeting to order, City of University Heights City Council meeting today, September 12, 2023. Thanks everyone for attending tonight. Uh, all five council are present with Bobby on Zoom. And uh, first order of business is approval of minutes, August 8, 2023. Are there any additions or corrections to the minutes? Hearing none, the minutes are approved by unanimous consent. Um, So we'll move right to the public hearing uh, on a proposed amendment to the city's zoning ordinance number 79 to no less than 196 off-street parking spaces in the CH commercial hotel zone and to allow parking on yards, including grass and in that zone on game days. So if you want to speak just on this topic, you can come to the front and state your name and address. A the public hearing Would anyone like to speak tonight? Matt was first up on the list. I don't know. Oh no, list. that's, oh,
2: that's the just the sign in.
1: in. Oh, is there? A, I'm sorry. There it is. I didn't see the list. Thank you, <laughs> My name is Pat Bauer. I live at 338 Closer. Uh, this conceivably could be the last of six meetings going back to June 13th, when the hotel owners first brought forward a proposal to the front area, which I'll call lot to. Uh, and those requests for changes were subsequently considered at the June 27th special meeting, July 11th regular meeting, July 25th special meetings, and August 8th regular Two resolutions making changes in the PUT agreement were already approved unconditionally at the July regular meeting allowing rentals of parking spaces to non-hotel uh, uh, guests. Tonight's changes involve uh, authorizing an increased number of parking spaces and sales of food and liquor in an area around the permanent sign on the otherwise vacant lot too, which is in southeast corner of Olive Court and Melrose. As I understand things, these changes, the paving proposal of the hotel owners have initially brought forward at the beginning of June be approved without any need for formally published notice at a single meeting by a single majority vote to the investigation. Because a change in the number of parking spaces requires ordinance change, ordinarily three separate approval votes required, uh, which, as things now stand, might put things back to going on around the board. Steve Ballard's report notes that the usually applicable three reading requirement can be suspended by a supermajority of four votes. Um, but also noted with there was no parking on the ground until the made an changed. change. Um, but he didn't mention the fact that impermissible grass parking pre-efficiently, even currently, upwards of two years. And it continues this call of the evidence in my not The fact that you're non-committed grass parking has been going on for so long, it seems to undercut the notion that such circumstances warrant the suspension of the three-meter field. A second thing to be done tonight about uh, any ordinance change is changing the pot and amending the liquor license to permit food and beverage sales around the permanent sign in lot two. Here again, Steve Ballard's report notes that these changes won't be limited to game days and food and beverage sales at that location thus will be permitted without any apparent limitation at any other time. In the written submission to the uh, attached to the agenda for the June 27th special meeting, I explained how all of the things the hotel wants changed were contested and initially specified back in 2017 when the zoning ordinance was changed to allow the hotel to be built. In another submission attached to the agendas for both the July 25th special meeting and the August 6th regular meeting, I urge counselors to take advantage of the things up for determination tonight to do something to avoid leaving potentially insurmountable impediments to any future improvements of lot two. Well, which one of the hotel owners accurately described at the initial June meeting is, quote, just a blank lawn of dried up grass. Well, regrettably, that seems to be what the council may be doing tonight. One well, would think there might be some constructive middle ground, win win linkage with grass parking being approved for Lot 2 without permission for food and beverage sales at that location, or perhaps approval of food and beverage sales at that location. Uh, without permission for grass parking in that area. It appears the hotel is being given everything they've asked for without them being asked to give anything back in midterm. With some counselors seeming to agree with the hotel owners that what's good for the hotel is good for university. Indeed, at the August regular meeting, uh, some councilors expressed support for excluding the hotel owners from the previously even handedly applied requirement that zoning change applicants reimburse the city for the expenses their requests generate, uh, even when those expenses have been increased uh, by bringing forward half-baked. Any residents taking the time to go back and view the earlier meetings and night proceedings should ask themselves, which counselors are carefully analyzing things or trying towards how residents might be affected. So since counselors seem open to giving the hotel the things they want without asking for anything in return or engaging in any critical analysis. This issue will be in the rearview mirror when the next council assembles next January. But residents should be asking themselves which incumbents or challengers are assuming the kind of careful consideration they'd like to have to be brought to bear going forward on matters of consequence. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Would anyone else like to speak during this public hearing? Okay, uh, great. So, one quick thing. Um, why don't you I don't just know. state your name for that? Right. No,
2: you don't have to state where you live.
1: Um, I don't know when I, was, I wanted to say this tonight, but I didn't know when, so I'm just gonna say it now. Um, <clears throat> the grass lot. I'm gonna kind of start calling it the entrance to the city um, because some people have you know set uh some of the residents um area um I I love the area. I think it's pretty. I'm, I'm wondering who which one of those owners actually said dried up grass it's probably Jim um but my plan I told I, I, oh, Tim uh, one day that you know, I'm all for planting the trees. There's a tree there now that's red, but uh, it's beautiful. Um, my intentions are to bring to the city council ideas to plant and make that tree beautiful. I just want to um, restate that when the comment, I don't know who came up with the comment but, you know, the entrance to the University Heights. I thought that was a beautiful thing and that resonated with me. And that's what helped me to pull back on, you know, any idea of any parking or paving any green space in that area. Just want that to be known and to know that I do plan on picking it better than it is now. I, you know, we, we mow it, we care this, you know, up kept, but I, I think, you know, I think trees would be amazing there. So I do plan on putting trees. Uh, like I said, I like the guys that I'm it off in the city council 18 pump and we'll definitely do that. Too. I don't know what I You know, there's two times a year they're supposed to find two and the anyone else like to speak during this public hearing? Uh Mike, you received some correspondence.
2: Uh there were three letters that addressed Issues that came to council since the last meeting, those were all included in the agenda and attachments. So, um, all three of those did actually talk about the hotel issue for tonight. So, that was from uh, Donald Baxter, from uh, Mary Panther, and from Mike Ritchie.
1: Thank you. Okay. Um... I'm going to say it one more time. Would anyone else like to speak tonight during this public hearing? Okay, It's uh, 710. I close the public hearing. Uh, We'll go on to uh, first consideration of Ordinance 253, the discussion of that. And uh, uh, Steve, did you want to kind of give a little summary of that? so this is the change to the zoning ordinance. The council has considered um, various changes to the PUD development agreement, separate document, and uh, the zoning ordinance is, it, you know, stands different in a different uh, spot than the PUD development agreement. So there's an ordinance. The Ordinances have uh, to uh, be voted on and approved three times, and you know, by a simple majority vote, three people three members of the council, unless there's a, a, a collapsing of those three quotes. The changes to the zoning ordinance have to be preceded by public uh, uh, notice sent out to everybody within 200 feet of the hotel in this case, which was done by my office. Uh, there has to be a, a publication of the Iowa City Press Citizen, which, did, you know, dropped the ball a month ago, but got it right this time. They did it twice this time, they got it write both times this time, which is good. They only not do it once, but anyway, so it's just different. Um, but but the but the uh, the substance uh, of what the ordinance does is uh, something that the council has discussed um, in in recent meetings, and and that is that it it changes a maximum number of off street parking spaces that would be allowed at the hotel from from a hundred ninety six to saying that, that that number 196 isn't the maximum number of objects, it's the minimum. Uh, so, so the hotel is required to have 196 object parking spaces. Then the precise number, the I guess maximum number, there isn't a the maximum number that's specified, but the precise number of spaces that would be allowed, that is are allowed at that hotel and, and this is concerned non-viewing dates, okay uh is whatever the council has approved right um, by way of a resolution, as it stands right now uh in 2020 the council approved a parking and site at the hotel that, that specified 186 spaces that was when the maximum was 186 but that's that's the status quo that's the that's the, the default if you will right now what's approved is 186 spaces thank okay? If the council adopts this ordinance, uh, that will still be the case. You know, there's 196 spaces that are approved. Uh, there's only 196 spaces that are allowed. Not because the zoning ordinance said you can only have 196, but because the zoning ordinance also says that if you want more, you have to have an approved site approved by resolution of the council. And the only one that's approved so far is for the 196. So what, what this ordinance does, what this ordinance change does is it sets up a process for the hotel owners not to have to, to uh, request and go through a zoning change but rather you come in and say, all right, the zoning ordinance says we, we have to have a minimum of 196, we wanna have, I'm just making this up, 210 and here's how we wanna lay it out, all right? And that would go to city staff. So, you know, Terry Gerd, uh brian johnson but i think mostly terry and and ryan ryan uh our our city engineer uh would look at at that uh you know other city staff fire police uh, we have to weigh in on that and then the council could make a decision whether to approve this request for additional spaces uh you know that's not before you there's not not a request to to specify another number but the process is what would be changing that you would not require a zoning ordinance change, but just approval of a resolution. <laughs> now, I guess I should say so so that that doesn't apply to game day. All right. So the, the, the council has already approved the, the hotel parking cars on game day and there's a resolution tonight that talks about parking cars on the grass on game day. And so um so the, the, the hotel owners wouldn't be restricted to a particular number of cars on May day and they wouldn't be restricted to a particular configuration in other words they wouldn't have to follow the one hundred and ninety six that are laid out they would have to follow safety regulations okay um, there, there's there, there were comments at, at different meetings by people I don't know they really remember who but but I remember people saying, well you know, you know well, why can't they park on game days like everybody else at time? and i'm not trying to take a side on that issue at all but, but i will say this just to pick up on that notion well unlike everybody else in town, the hotel has people you know six six stories up in the air and so um you know and whereas a property owner or a homeowner okay if they want to ring their property with cars, fine that's pretty much the way the city's always operated the time the city attorney but a hotel um, is not in the same spot. So, so the hotel always has to you keep know, drives and alleys open for emergency vehicles. That doesn't really have anything to do with the particulars of the zoning ordinance for the way the zoning ordinance changed tonight. That has to do with the building code uh, and uh, other parts of the documents that they have in place. So I did want to clarify that. Thank you, Steve. Are there any questions for Steve? Got this clarification. So um, we have first consideration of ordinance number two fifty-three before the council.
0: Louise? Yes. Can, okay. Can I move to suspend the requirement that a proposed ordinance be considered and voted upon for passage of two council meetings prior to the meeting? So At which you, is finally passed. Can I can I move to to collapse these into one? Yes,
1: yeah, so you move you move back to collapse. The ratings, a second. a second by staff. Okay, discussion. I would object to the last thing about this. If we think only keep me on this, we can look like we're rushing through. I had a part of you to do this. Now we have a process. That process is put forward by our Iowa Code reading, mm-hmm. and I think we have to vote. We didn't that on the A T P votes that we're going to vote on later in the night. Have we been successful? Tell me, is this different? I think again, we don't need to run through this. There's no reason to get something that we have the free readings. We give people a chance. Um, maybe somebody could be able like to comment. I don't, I don't know. But we have a process, and by the through process, I think we rarely collapse. And I don't see the discipline a, a trying to do that, especially with the controversy, I guess, you know, with all of these changes. The unease, maybe I'll advise it to the unease about these changes. Any other discussion? Okay. Roll uh, we'll call vote aye.
2: Don? Aye. More. No. Schroeder. Aye. Scott. Aye. Swales. Aye. Motion carries four one. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: so now we have um. The third, the third final reading of ordinance number 253 amending the zoning ordinance. Uh, before we have any further discussion, is there a motion for that? I'll motion. Motion by Bobby. Is there a second? I'll second. Second by staff. Okay, so discussion. I'll be happy to discuss, (laughs) and Ray, you know, and Jim knows I support the hotel. I have supported the hotel. I and others who have been concerned about these changes are not against the hotel. And I explained when we met one on one that I don't see these changes as wise for the hotel, for you yourself for the city or for our residents. I think it's been explained, but I'll say it again. It's been change in the zoning ordinance will mean a simple vote to approve any changes. And I don't think that's a good idea. Things might be different if the hotel were located in a highly commercialized area. It's nestled in one of our neighborhoods. And I think it is fair to accept that if you want to make a change that could affect residents, it should be publicized. Notice given, I have a public hearing. I don't think that's too much to ask here. I really don't think so. And as far as game day parking, I think it's great that you're talking about planting trees. But I think we need to have a trade off here. Instead of okay, he's telling us to plant trees. What have we heard before that they're going to do, and then they don't? I, I'm not going to go down the list. So why not hold off approving something until we see some progress on something like that. So these are beautification and environmental concerns that I would imagine council members consider important. But important. And I guess uh, there's no restriction here on the gang parking other than the adequate emergency access. Um, and I'll end this with asking our city attorney, Steve, if this ordinance is approved, who's going to check on this? Who's going to make sure this is being enforced? Or I would get every day to make sure there is this emergency access, how do we ensure that? Uh, well, the enforcement of the building code uh, provisions would fall on Terry Gurr's building official my pretty strong sense is that the, that the council would need to direct Terry uh, to if they, if they wanted to come out and check that um uh Chief Kelsey not here uh you know it's building code isn't within the normal uh purview of the police department but when it comes to the life safety thing my my sense is that, that the police could and would would check on, on things like that. Yeah. You know, like again, I want to speak for, for Chief Kelsey, but it makes sense as if he thought it was a greater right? he would i pretty confident we contact building officials, make sure he knew what the building requirements were. But so I, I I guess normal enforcement would be building uh, you know and and police and but but as I said, I mean I, I think the way that those uh I think somebody needs to tell those people if, 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 if that the council needs to tell those people if, uh, if that kind of enforcement you needs know, to happen. do like, the ones that have. Do we need to agree on something here? Or we just say we're going to do this and then flip everybody's mind? How do we proceed? How do you think, like, even right now, even if you didn't make a change number, uh even though that's not going to block already? I mean, who the that? I think that, yeah, so I, I'll kind of give you the same answer, and I don't mean to be facetious about it. I mean, I think that the, the human beings or the offices that are, uh, that are charged with policing it, or the police in some cases, and the building picture. But as I said earlier, I mean, you know, I don't want to speak for either one of them. It was the middle, but I'm pretty confident that Terry Gert doesn't do a whole lot of driving around on his own just to see what's going on in town. If somebody wants building to a the permit, I think they call, they contact him and he comes out and takes a look. If somebody has a question about the building, I think he comes out and takes a look, I know he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think somebody needs to contact and say, all right, you know, this is what's allowed and we'd like to go take a look at that. Um, How that, who that is and what needs to happen. I think historically, I mean, you know, I don't think that that's required sort of a council vote to, you know, we're gonna uh, make a motion that we ask Terry to go look at this, maybe the council wants to do that. my sense in the past is if the mayor or if the police chief or somebody else, any individual council member wanted some enforcement uh, or wanted some review of what was going on, they could pick up the phone and send an email and ask for it. Where were the liability? I assume with any business, a liability would fall on the property owner with it. As far as being able to get a fire truck in and having something bad, bad happen, would the liability be on the, the owner? Well, I know it's like a,
2: the fire, the
1: fire truck can't get in because it it's off and they can't get to the building. I mean, who, that's why I'm wondering where, where are they going to come after us? Like, hey, we just have some torpedoes that could Versus, you know. yeah, it. Um, I don't. I would have a hard time. I you know, sometimes over the years I've learned one of the easiest questions people ask me as a lawyer is, "Can I get sued for this?" Sure, <laughs> you can't. Or you get the city's doing I, I I don't if there was a clean disaster, I would imagine the city might get something. I don't know. But but I, I'm not real concerned about the city's liability, it's Absolutely the um, the property of liability. Mm-hmm. The bigger issue for me, of course, is uh, can I, can I know and I and mean, I know it's extremely to Doug don't mean this, but it's you know, liability, one safety, the other my you know, liability speaks to what happens if there's disaster, but safe to us how do we keep a disaster But you, you no, know, the liability is clear on the property. Mm-hmm. No question about You know, so independent of ordinance changes or how you park and on, what's going on, at any rate, Yeah, I mean it's it's incumbent upon the property on to, to say what's safe here for, for everyone. Well, I'm just looking to make sure our as a council as a city but he's promised night and God,
3: is that something that happened that's not they go out to the owners but they come out to the city because we allowed tax, so, you know.
1: No, um, I'm not, I'm not against the city attorney. I'm not a bit a yeah. about that. But okay. we, we've we allowed, we've allowed invaderations to approve and if the if owners Adopt something else, then they're not even following our rules. So from liability standpoint, I don't know how it we're. Well, With our failure to enforce, you know, I mean, you start drawing some lines, but I don't, I don't see that. If you well, it sounds like we have checks and balances potentially there, but how do you kick, kick start it? I guess is what where I think we're all looking for. We
3: know that you know we should have somebody out to the manager and yada yada yada, but we do not actually going to do it. You know, we got to hire to carry on game days to monitor or. That work if be able
1: to destroy it, the fire department. We don't have a fire department, but they would be another organization. I mean, we don't have. Them. Well, we have a contract <laughs> with the fire department, <laughs> but that, they would often do inspections like that. But... So, so one of the things I guess that comes to mind. When about, I'll repeat what I said a minute ago. I think the history of the city and uh, the city council has been, they've been if anybody involved in the, in the city government, council members, the uh, uh, other staff, you know, calls Terry so saying hey, we can take a look at something. My sense is Terry, you know, he's got a he's got a radar for a answers. I, I think if he thinks it's a, kind of an outlier request, and, and he might see some other input, but my, my sense sense is that he'll probably go do what somebody asked him to do. That probably even sends the citizens calling. Uh, although I don't know how that really happens, but, but so I think that's one way that uh, that enforcement or uh, oversight is sort of triggered. I think another way, particularly with council people asking about how to do this, you know, my suggestion is that you, uh, you know, one or more council members sit down with the hotel alone, sit down with Terry Durand, sit down with Troy, and say, "How are we going to do this?" You know this issue, maybe there are other issues that could, could be discussed there. I think we're at a little disadvantage because Troy couldn't make it tonight. And I do think they, the police, they're full time, and they drive through this lot, they drive through that lot daily. I mean, I, I remember them talking about in the evening going, you know, checking everything and seeing if it's secure. So I think that's a good idea. I think we ought to uh meet with Troy first with Troy. And you can help with that step because sure. you're on police and see what we can do from there. Okay. Don't don't you think that'd be absolutely fair? Do you think that'd be okay? As I mean but, I mean, I'm not saying if you start with yes, you'll follow theory, that I mean. A team, a team. Yeah, I just think we're at a disadvantage because who knows oh, sure. tonight, and I yeah. think he does drive to, has the people drive through there regularly, even during football games, I yeah. believe. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean that we would leave it under as long okay. as we continue this, you know, game and and, and and the one of this football season as far as I know, so, yeah. so obviously not getting any sort of compliance with the PDP. So maybe if we ask measures to get us to a point where we can get close to compliance, how do we actually have accountability in yeah, that I think this is what everybody's needing to do it would be nice to have something that's compliant with and then hold them to them, and live happily ever after. You know, absolutely. Uh, I would think the owner would have every ability in the world to make that happen mm-hmm. more than the city. I mean, they're going to be knocking on his door, you know, if they're not going ours. So, at the end of the day, I think he's really advocating for compliance. Behind Kinnock Stadium, I think they have a secondary set of lines for the emergency vehicles in between the spaces. It's not at the back of the space, it's in a little ways. So, everybody knows where that is. And uh, somebody's, they have the staff that goes up and down there, places that. So, nobody sets up their their grill or whatnot. (laughs) It's always open. There might be people standing, but it can be clear for here. Well, staff and Lisa, do you want to be part of that? To meet like maybe buildings on Well, we can have two council. But anyway. Yeah, I can. Do that. Does that sound good to council to to look into that further? Yes, great. Since it's a discussion can i say a couple of things on that particular item. Sure. Um. <clears throat> on the hotel property, triangle lot. There's a, one side of the hotel faces a railroad track and it's, it's wide open down that direction where we don't do anything then in that whole face of that side of the hotel where it would obstruct any vehicles, any um, safety vehicles. On the opposite side of the hotel, you have airport to share the drive through, which the fire truck I don't even think a fire truck would be able to fit through there, so that to get to that location or to the back side of the hotel, it would be you know uh, easy to get to the portico share, but could go through the portico share. So the one side is completely wide open, and it fire trucks can, you know, safety fields get through there relatively easy. The other thing I wanted to mention was you know, I don't know if a lot of people here are aware that Marriott ranks us on a, a GSS course, guest satisfaction score, about 1,300 Marriott's across the country. We're ranked number two in the country. amongst all of our guest satisfaction scores, and that's how Marriott ranks you. But we're ranked number two in the country for guest satisfaction. So the reason I'm bringing that up is because for the lightspeaks be. Hospital, the hospital, hospitable part that every one of our staff members are just dedicated to, just to our staff. There's absolutely no way that we would put them in any kind of life safety situation in jeopardy where we put their lives at risk. That would be bad. That it would even be considered in our minds. It's 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 something that that we we. We build our reputation, reputation for we to the number two in the country. So we 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 really do that for a customer. And then they, mm-hmm. and on days we actually have four people that police our lot. That all mm-hmm. Four people. If somebody kept out alive, somebody is anything wrong. We'll the this person Anything. We got four people the entire time um at least in that lot so we we, we ourselves we hold ourselves accountable and um we do the best we can to what do uh make sure that a safety is nobody's saying we've got magnetically that's still uh, almost almost that we need to have a path or a fire vehicle all the way around the 100 percent, absolutely can um so they can get a ladder truck out for there's absolutely absolutely no issues there um oh, I've, to, I've had the fire chief i think. Yeah. I've had the fire chief out there looking at it um, and the yeah, actually told me it's not a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um and then also uh we've had great mm-hmm. buses on game days go all the way around because the reference being brought through Integration all the way around. One, um, you no, know, I know. I know very large vehicles are very easily to get around. So. <clears throat> okay, so Steph, you take a lead yeah. on that. Sure. And we'll follow up for next meeting. Yeah. We're back. See where we are. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we're at uh, last consideration of ordinance two fifty three. Uh, is there any more discussion? Okay,
2: we're ready for a roll call vote. Moore. No. Schroeder. Yes, yeah. Scott.
1: Hi.
2: Swales. Hi. Gone. Aye. Uh, Ordinance is adopted, 4-1. Okay,
1: so we'll move on to um, Steve, but it makes sense to follow in order here so that we're gonna to move to resolution number 2335 approving and authorizing the mayor to sign the clerk to attest to an amendment to the development agreement with you uh lp or its successor in interest to no less than 196 off tree parking spaces. so steve would you summarize that but, so this is a sort of Handing with the uh, zoning ordinance. This that. Just, uh, this this particular item was uh, before the council. Um, I believe, oh no, I'm sorry. No, that, yeah, this 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 item just concerns a particular provision of the PUD development agreement that specifies the, the maximum number of parking spaces. This changes that to say. What what the ordinance just just changed to that it's a minimum amount and the exact configuration uh, has to be uh, approved by the council. And in this one, we called out the the spring 2020 existing configuration that had been approved. So it does the same thing, PUB development agreement that changed the the zoning ordinance uh, does. Any questions for Steve? um the consideration of resolution number 2335 is for before the council could i get a motion and a second before the second motion. motion by staff. second it. second by Doug. um discussion okay mike we'll about.
2: schroeder scott Swales, gone, (laughs) more, motion carries for one.
1: Okay, now we'll move to uh, consideration of resolution number 2330. And this is the HUD development agreement with the university lake partners to permit parking on yards, including grass on game days. And this was the one deferred from August 8th. Steve. Yeah. So that's exactly right. So this changes the council previously this summer made a change to allow parking on game days. This, uh, I guess, enlarges uh, that change a bit if you want to say it fairly. It says that increasing we park on yard, green spaces, for grass. Any questions for Steve on this? Okay, I need a motion for resolution number 2330.
0: Is there a motion? I'll motion.
1: Motion by Bobby. Is there a second? No second. Second by Doug. Um, Discussion? I'll just Say again on you know, the Frankie promised tree. You're not holding any bargaining ships here, you're giving everything away. Um, I just, you know, we're gonna have a bigger catching we on it. I'm gonna plant trees. We're just gonna trust that You want you wanna pick up the trees? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, but Good gentleman. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Through the crack. Is there anything you can do to reassure that you'll continue to follow through? Uh, I promise. <laughs> Don just, just ask a question. right. Some There's just, something you can do to ensure yeah. you can answer. Yeah, I promise. I don't know. I I, I love the idea of the tree. I thought oh, it was a great idea. I just I love those red trees. Now that I'm not going to put a parking lot on there, I've got the tree to great idea. You're not gonna tailgate. game. What? What treason still tell you? Rocks, well, okay, great. We've got the landscape plan there. You guys things have fallen through the cracks before I'm just checking. I'm not accusing any of it. i am just checking. things have fallen through the cracks. Things oh, have yeah. not been done that were gonna be done. I'll let you pick out the tree, you put them where you want. <laughs> real. Real. Uh, the challenge with that lot is that it's got so much traffic on the main day pedestrian wise, you couldn't do any low landscape. You had to maintain so yeah. the tree overstory trees space out to allow the parking between them. It's kind to work. It's got a plan that Greg was showing it how it could work. Great it's looking. I love like that um I can't believe it. it's a good thing about <laughs> them. I can't believe it's a the people that are actually doing. Any further discussion Okay, we have a roll call vote for Resolution 2330, right?
2: Scott? Swales? Aye. Gone? i More? No. Shorter? Aye. Motion
1: carries four-one. Okay, now we have consideration of resolution number twenty-three thirty-three. Uh, this is uh, an amendment to the public development agreement with University like Partners to remove the prohibition on drive-through service areas and walk-up service windows. Steve, do you want to cover that? Sure. So, as uh, in the course of some of the discussions uh, the last few months. The notion of these tents from which things have been sold uh, came, came to be a discussion point. Uh, the current PUD development agreement doesn't really permit sales outside the hotel. At uh, least, I mean, you know, sales is really anything outside the hotel. Uh, the liquor permit, I guess, outside the hotel, you know, in a little area where they have been, but uh, in any event um that was specifically addressed in the pv development agreement and it was discussed back in 2017 time uh with regard to a drive-through window or a walk-up service window and so the the, the agreement is stand now that unless the council approved a walk-up service window or a drive-through service area by resolution there can't be an um There hasn't, as far as I know, hasn't been a drive-through or a walk-up window, but there certainly appears to have been walk-up sales, not through a window, but to its end or whatever it is. So the request by the hotel owners is just to sort of do away with uh, with the the paragraph that's in the development agreement right now. It says you you have to have a resolution to have a window, uh, a walk-up window, or a a drive-through window. And, and if the council adopts this change, well then as I said in my report, that would really permit the, the hotel to have you know sales of things from about any place on the property. That's the word. thank you. Any questions for Steve? would be pretty much in line mind what we do on memories down for game day, 150 feet away. I I'll speak as a fan more than I <laughs> wait <the> I <media. laughs> I don't know what the regulations say. Okay. I know they do have but they have some particular you know game day regulations that work with. okay in terms of what you're asking it seems to me like this okay.
3: well, only on game days or every day?
1: yeah I would I think only on game days this change would, would not be restricted in game days at a good point. would be any <laughs> Well, no, so they can't, can't you know, alcohol, uh, drive basically. That doesn't happen to the city order
3: Where did they drive up Window,
1: where, where did that beverage come from? Well, it, it came from, you know a time when there wasn't a hotel sitting there and it was very conceptual what are you going to do are you going to want to have a Starbucks or something no and so okay you can't have one that, that's where what I remember part of the discussion point being it was the description from the hotel developers of what they planned to do mm-hmm. and discussion with, with zoning commission, community and city council about then what's with the agreement and that's where that came from I trying to remember exactly don't we play in Glasgow thing where he said like modern time well, yeah, we could put a coffee shop on that lot like the scooters and, and I think when somebody got wind of that, they're like, okay, no, you don't want we're not that. So Jim had mentioned that several times. But we don't have plans to do some sort of construction and put a drive drive through. You don't have plans for a walk up window. And I mean I, I understand, I mean we had a one on one discussion about the tenth along Melrose. And this doesn't even restrict it game day. out, and I not sure you I do not I do not have any plans for drive. It. It's not we're a hotel. We're a, you know meeting space events and we are um a restaurant we will not drive up at all the only the main reason and this was in our staff meeting the main reason we even wanted to put a tent out there um we've never we had several people ask us to be you know, to promote their beer their, their beer sales or their, their liquor sales or their t shirt sales or even jewelry. It's like we've had tons and tons of people are asking these questions. And they're like, no, we don't want those optics. We, we're not, we're, we're, we want to be, you know, uh, I don't know, respectable. We don't want to look like a, you know, part of the showdown on the other side of the bridge. It's not, that's not the optics that we're looking for here. We're looking for clean, organized, professional area. And literally, the only reason we put that tent there was because we feel we have really good food. I love our food. Um, And we were just, and Stella's does a great job. They have amazing food, too. But we were trying to just show the public, this is the food we serve. That's why we got this tent that says The Bistro life because I feel like we have really good food. So we're trying to advertise to the public that this is what our food tastes like inside that hotel. And this is what we serve and and uh you know come come other days other than this football Saturdays because you know we we leave the business, so we we're trying to promote our menu in a sense. Um and you know drink you know people on game days want a beer. So instead of walking all the way in the hotel to get a beer, it's right here on the corner. Here you go. It's 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 all about promoting a hotel, nothing about um, well, we don't want the optics of, you know, just ugly something that looks like, maybe yeah, I, I don't agree with that. But mm-hmm. no, no interest in drive up, It's absolutely not. No, it's but a, we're approving it in yeah. the revolution, and it's uh, you know again, as Jenny pointed out, this is not limited to anyway. So I'm not even we There's no other times to put 10 up. There's no other reason to put it up you know, unless. I don't know, we'll put a tent out there for, for, for the farmers' market. Yeah. You can use that area for farmers' market. That open the door wide open. Can you amend that to be game days and for walk-up service? Not through I'd be hard to sell that. Yeah, you can. not see it the terms, number so what would the amendment please? I we uh, amend it to limit uh, those occasions to game day Saturdays and to strike yeah football game days one game.
3: I However, Well, Nebraska is on a Friday, so. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, Friday. Sorry. Just
2: game days rather than uh, a day of the week. <laughs> yeah.
3: game
1: yeah. And what about the drive-to? And, and strike and eliminate the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, is or the or, I guess it's, uh, uh, it's right. Yes, yes. that. So you would maintain that prior approval of the council would, would be required for um, uh, any sort of drive through service and uh, walk up service with these other individuals. Do I have that right? Just what's the calendar? Did you have a question It says that i post what it says now if the, the restriction says that you know, same thing balance, right? do you have any other reasons when you would put well, a tent on the well like the women's football or the women's basketball that's, like that's what i was saying so we change it to like special events that you know there could be a special event um, Kids. Oh, like right. mechanic. Yeah, that's what yes, they a special dental cannon. They game. have a final sort where they have like yeah. the exhibition. Game. That's a good idea. Well, hold on. That's a great idea. That's small, but then we just got a drag ride where they're all over the place. You know, the place. I don't know. I, I honestly don't think we need to put a restriction on it. I think that. That we just removed the prohibition to drive through service areas and walk so service was just flat out like it was intended. I'm I'm honestly very okay with that.
3: If it becomes a problem down early, can you do anything about it?
1: Let's see. Why would Well, it depends. Not it but it depends on what kind of a problem. I mean, this is again. So, the way the one of the ways that the development differs from um, the zoning, the city council has authority and boundary law to decide what the zoning one is. And in other words, to say, this is an agreement. okay? And so, um, it, it, if there's an issue and the city says, gee, we want to change this, this committee, well, that takes the agreement of the of the party. With the, with the, with the, Sure, so that's why I mean, there are certain kinds of problems, that like, absolutely, the city can use some of enforcement, but the city doesn't have a unilateral, one sided way to say we're changing this part of the right. Okay, I, I remember the beer bottle house there. I think the canvas is better than the beer bottle. <laughs> So, council has to come up with like, a consensus and how they want to are it. Where and you adopt occasions like Red Bride or the women's basketball game. Then, do all the rules apply to apply on the football game? Okay. No? Yeah, well, I mean, not really. In the past, like the summer, when you know, the, the marriage and proclamation the council ratified it saying uh you know we're going to consider uh, the right idea to be we encourage people to you know support right so that the parking yard for uh, a bus or something that was allowed so that's kind of the way the council has responded to those special events like that I think it's just- why would, so, day, you know, why would you open the door to them every day? And why would you open the door to the like, drive-through if it's not even on radar? it's Sunday, maybe the Cedars need to go up. So uh, I I did want to say something about that. Uh, the idea of this, this provisioning, and this beauty in development concerns kind of the idea of sales. Right? This doesn't mean you're permitting or allowing the hotel owners to build a structure that's not already there. Okay. Regardless of what they're going to do. Yeah. Right. And, and not just the permit, but a change to the to, yeah, PV and approvals. So if they wanted to build a shed to sort things. They really can't do that. You want to check them out? Thank you.
0: Thank you. So where are we at, Louise? Can we make a motion to vote on it as written?
1: so well. <laughs> yeah, so I think yeah, this is my work <laughs> Tim sort of discussed making an amendment, and I'm not sure if he's still wanting to do that or not. If he doesn't do that, then you're you don't need a motion to vote on it as it's written. That's how it is written. So I guess I guess I would probably ask him. Why does he review how it's written? Yeah, so what it says, well, it, how it's written is it strikes everything. Right. Okay, so it, what if it, it strikes is this language. So this language would be removed unless with the prior approval by resolution of the city council, no commercial use shall employ or have as an amenity or feature any sort of drive-through service area or walk-up service window providing service to pedestrians or to the motor vehicles. So that's what the language says now and the resolution
0: removes that. And that's just I a resolution uh, to the PUD, correct, Steve. That's right. So so even if they wanted to build a building or any other structure or anything at all, it would still have to go through zoning ordinance to change the conditional zoning zoning.
1: It's not the condition. it, yes, it would that's right. It would take much more than just this change. This change would say if you but, were allowed. To build some other structure, you can have a drive-through window, all right? But saying that you could have a drive-through window doesn't mean you can build a structure that has a drive-through.
0: Right. Yeah. So cool. this doesn't really this 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 doesn't really uh, give them the ability to do anything they want forever and ever, amen. This is just saying on game days they can they can put up a tent, they can promote their building, they can sell beverages and food. Yeah, it's not
1: it's not limited to
0: game days. I could put up a 10 any day of the year. So they could. I don't. Yeah, man. I would have wondered how uh, product, uh profitable that would be, but sure.
1: So it's not limited to game days. It could be every day, right? I will. I will make a motion that we remove the wording for the prohibition, and so you consider the resolution as written, as written, you have a motion to act. Yes. OK, is there a second? I'll second. Second by body. Uh, further discussion. okay I'm ready for it.
2: Swales. Aye. Gone. Aye. More.
1: Yeah. Schroeder, no,
2: Scott, uh, motion carries
1: 3-2. Okay, so now I'll have discussion uh, to park cars, same as the football game day for the Sunday, October fifteenth, women's basketball exhibition game to be held at Kenick Stadium. This is an event, you know, I'm sure you've heard it in the news. That uh, the women's basketball wants to fill the stadium for their exhibition game on October 15th, and several citizens have been asking. The police chief has been asking several of the council and myself, "Are we going to have game day parties?" So I wanted to to see how the council felt about that. Uh, the chief, because he's not able to be here tonight, just I mentioned a few things to me. And one of the things that he mentioned was that he would recommend that we do it like game day parking for home football games. That's his recommendation. I think that's fine. Bring more people to University Heights, and they're going to need places to park. University doesn't seem to have enough parking. No, I know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, could you uh, prepare something for the October 10th meeting? Sure. And I think that, Council, I see some of you shaking your head. Yes, I didn't see Lisa, but you know uh, that we should proceed so that <laughs> residents will know that we're looking into it. Is that okay? Can we get something before the next meeting for the websites? I mean, that's not much notice. And so, council's going to consider it. seems favorable. I don't know. (laughs) Either way, we can't vote on them. Right. Uh, They have to be on the public. Right. But that's just a discussion. But uh, people have been asking and. Mm i think that i see tim shaking his head you yeah, know like the children's hospital proceeds from the game go to the children's hospital yeah. so if you put something on the website can it say since you're getting this extra day out of parking maybe maybe don't need to the children's hospital"? i'm thinking about doing it like- right there you go <laughs> what tim's talking about is the University of Iowa said, you know, they have twenty dollars tickets, ten dollars tickets, five dollars tickets, and the money is going through So right. for this exhibition, mm-hmm. so Tim's suggesting put something on the website and say maybe you'd like to make a donation to. That. If we if we allow you to do that. <laughs> yeah. yes, I donate some of my proceeds. said no. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got, I've got six kids to raise. Are you kidding me? I'm totally kidding. That's just me being. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's great.
1: Okay, so we'll move that for the next meeting, which is the tenth of October. Okay. Okay. And Steve, you helped her with some more Thank you. And uh, so now we'll go on to regular public input. Would anyone here? Okay. Brian, do you want to talk today? I'm just lost. i and thinking in that direction. Some people don't know what we do at the hotel. And I thought that this could be a segue to maybe mend any frustration between city and developer. Um we last year it was maybe year before we were put by Children's hospital to donate rooms and <clears throat> and we decided to do that. We donated about i think it was seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the so, so children's hospital for people that needed it That's a hospital <laughs> and a lot of people say I should, t- I should blurt that out everywhere. They're, well, it's not my style. The only reason I'm saying this is he created the segue.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what made me get up here and actually say it was <clears throat> <clears throat> University Heights approved our hotel. The University City of University of Heights allowed that hotel to go there. So, in return, if they had not approved, they approved it. So, I would have yielded the type and say, you allow this, which may allow us to build a hotel to be able to donate money to those children over there. So, I just wanted to say thank you for doing that and thanks for the partnership. Thank you. Would anyone else like to speak during public input? About any subject? Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: thank you. Well, uh, Steve, we kind of, does anybody have any questions? Oh, Mike? Just, just one thing on that uh, women's basketball game. You're going to do it on October, next week's October 10th, and the game's what, the 15th? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know that the, the pork pot companies, you know, we've released those things out for the year, it's for the seven football Saturdays. And if we're going to be parking cars on there, we're going to have to make some kind of arrangement with whoever you have to, you know, for that. And, uh, and but, you know, I'm all for it, you know, they can park over there, my place for free, because I'm not going to be over there on that Sunday, I don't think, but it's the porta pot and stuff that doesn't really give uh, them companies enough notice to get them things as uh, service and stuff. It's not planning. And there will be some extra costs, uh, I'm sure on that, you know, at least the people that I contract with.
1: Okay. Um, you know, the University of Iowa, in their little verb, says no tailgating. In their parking lot, it says no tailgating when they park. I mean, I, did you read that? In the, yeah, it actually says it in their uh, little blurb about the, no tailgating. So, I don't know, I guess the residents can decide if they're going to use their porta-potties or not. And they're just gonna park there. Um, Does anyone think this is a a big issue? It says here, crossover at Kinnick talks about the tickets and it says, no tailgating will be permitted. Shuttle service to be determined. So there you go. It says that on this crossword. So, you know, I think they're thinking they're coming and they're gonna go right to the stadium. So I think residents will have to decide if they're gonna use their port a or not, right. right? On a case-by-case basis. I think that's the answer.
3: Which is kind of hard to lock them up, but they just don't have the locks and the stories to do that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. What, what, should we do that? You want to have a special meeting? Yeah, you could. What yeah. it done earlier, Steph and Tim are asking that we could have looked into that. Uh,
3: when would be I, enough? Well, Louise, <clears throat> I'll contact Rob and you from Blue Moon. Uh, well, maybe. tomorrow, I, I, I don't know. That's just the company I go through and see what their thoughts are on that. And it might not be such a big deal where they have to be serviced and stuff. I would like to have my service if sure. you know, even if a handful of people are going over. Well, we
1: usually look at Tuesdays. I have. Uh, Oh geez, The twenty-sixth of September. It's, it's the fifteenth. I don't know. Can we look at our calendars? We could do us. Is what do you yeah. have? Yeah, it's next week Tuesday. You mean next Tuesday? Yeah. I know I have something that going.
0: Louise, what are we? What are we talking about? A Special meeting to to approve whether or not we want to allow parking on the grass for the crossover game.
1: Yes, you got so,
0: it. Could, to, does many of the council think they're going to change their mind between now and a special meeting?
1: No, I don't think.
0: I don't. I don't think I'm going to. Well, I guess I would have to become privy to some substantially different information. But I kind of know how I would fall on that, unless they're. You know what I'm saying? Like, I. You
1: know, it's just about the board of bodies. I oh, find it. Okay. That- each one can do it on a case by case basis, but okay. some of the council wanted to sign sooner. But I don't know. What do you think? You mean case by case basis? And well, and, you, and you know, know. I'm not going to use a porta potty. You could park here, but no porta potty. Okay. And no, no tailgate. Just park here, go. Case by case basis or not? Special no, and case by sense. case basis of whether they let them use a porta potty or not. Right but have a special medium to decide for them to do this. Well, and that was these. suggested. I and Bobby's now suggesting, is anybody gonna change their mind? We're gonna do this on October 10th. We're gonna go ahead. I, I, just,
0: a- I would just like to let people, I mean, it- Personally, I I don't care if people want to park on my grass. I I talk to the people um, who park on you know for football game days, and they're like, I don't know if we're going to come or not. I I don't get the feeling that there's going to be a huge, huge, huge demand, just like there was for football games. Uh, But but you know who knows? And but I just think I don't personally. I'm 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 good with it if people want to try it. I think it's a really cool thing that they're doing. They're trying to fill a stadium with for a women's basketball game. I think it's they're going to need somewhere to park. And personally, I'm I'm think it's okay to be a part of that, especially because the proceeds are going for a good cause. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I'm just I don't know that I need to do a special meeting to know how I'm going to vote on that. Okay. But but I'm but I'm you know open to other ideas.
1: Do what the council says. (laughs) You can't talk to him tonight because it's not on your agenda, but I think you can reach the consensus, which probably will get the word out. And if you think you want to formalize that in head, ahead of the 10th, the next meeting, then I suggest you have a special meeting. If you think you can wait till ends, then, you think you should wait for that. Word of mouth and vote on on. I mean, how's that? Um, well, I'm just saying, they're saying no tailgating at the university, so I was thinking, there's just a parking area. And uh, so, uh, it's just going to be confirmed at October 10th, but the intention is to put out there, the council's going to approve parking on grass yes. for, I mean, be the for October 10th. Right. I mean, for October 15th. Yeah. Are you unhappy with that, <laughs> city <laughs> attorney? You're <know>, honestly <laughs> right there. Mm-hmm. What did you guys do with that country talk? Certainly. We did part for that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Well, I tried to put it on the agenda so it could be decided, and you told me Put it like this (laughs) (laughs) so, um, uh, what's council's intention? Who's intending on letting people park on grass for this October 15th? Yeah, 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 Um, probably. Well, yes, not on my grass, but (laughs) park in my driveway. But I don't let anybody park on my grass ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bobby's raising his hand. Okay, so let's just go ahead with the intention that we'll just approve it. Are you okay with that, Steve? Approve it on the tenth. But we're gonna we can we tell, tell right, it's right, right that he's gonna tell people. Yeah, the council's gonna can approve that can, to approve this. Okay, yep. and you're happy with it. Okay, sure. Thank you. No. <laughs> okay. Uh so uh is there any questions for C with legal report? He has a couple more things later on. Then we'll go to the clerk's report.
2: Uh the only other thing besides my written report I mentioned that and this is not changing the not changing a liquor permit. But Marriott did submit a smaller map that they would like to be um, that they would like to have be considered as their outdoor service area. Um, Let me show you this is this is the outdoor service area. For the top floor, which is the Heights. And that's first floor. Excuse me. This is the service area in red for the heights rooftop, which includes the far right hand side is is outdoors in a sense that it's doesn't have a roof on top of it. Yeah. Okay, left hand. I don't know my right from my left and then would also like to have the area near the sign considered as an outdoor service area, as opposed to the map that they'd originally submitted that had the entire property as an outdoor service area so this is back to these two maps are what had been the service area on previous liquor licenses this would be the only new additional area and to revoke what had been their area previously that had the entire property outlined so to me it would make sense that you consider this outdoor service area part of the bistro because that's the first floor and close to it. So a simple motion saying, adopting this new outdoor service area map, and then I will post that map with the alcoholic beverages division.
0: I'll motion to adopt the new modified
2: area.
1: Does, so the thing is,
2: the tour goes with the bistro. Goes with the bistro. The rooftop is the rooftop. I think that makes the most sense on that. So there are two, two
1: months. two months. Okay, Bobby made
2: a motion. Um, I Lisa's asking about. Yeah, I see what Lisa's saying is that that because that map was associated with both that you associate the first floor and the circled area with the Bistro. You associate the Heights rooftop with the red area that they have there. That it goes back to that previous map. Right. That's what you're saying. And we vote
1: on each one. Can we vote on each one because
2: that's what we did last. On- that's true. That's true. OK. The 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 licenses are separate. The maps will be separate with each one. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the, so Bobby, not as the clerk and and making a motion, uh you're yep. moving to approve the new Bistro map. First? Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. to amend Bistro map.
1: And there's a second by step. Okay. All in favor, say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? Opposed.
2: Okay. Carried four-one. So okay.
1: And then we have the second
0: one.
2: Is there a? We'll need a motion to approve the amended Heights rooftop map. Motion. Okay.
1: A motion by Bobby and a second by staff yep. To amend the rooftop map. Um, all in favor, say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? Okay. okay. We're good. Thank you. Zero. So, do you have anything else?
2: I don't think so. Um, No.
1: Thank okay. <laughs> you. So, with Treasurer's report and John, and when you sent an updated list.
3: I said I sent an original list and then I sent an updated list because uh mm-hmm. I decided to double check emails and I saw an email from Ryan regarding uh the Midwest concrete uh approved a payment to for... no, I forget okay. which
1: intersect. OpenS okay. and I have Yeah, ask and asked
3: it, yes. And then um, what didn't get sent out there's an uh, invoice for traveler's insurance for $246. It's a crime policy. Uh, it was normally paid through another package to Boeing, but it's being separated out for us to pay it separately because apparently we can pay it sooner. <laughs>
1: and in that warrants list is Ryan's. Uh, payment for midwest country yep so,
3: right yes Yeah. Pay, pay, i saw that yeah payment number two yes
1: and you included the travelers too, so. yes so i
3: got it printed okay very yes.
1: good so would uh, so everyone understand the list of the warrants <laughs> <laughs> is there any objection to paying the bills hearing none, the bills would pay by unanimous consent uh John, do you have any other thing you want to add?
3: Yeah, that's it. Thank you.
1: Thank you, um, and thanks for checking on some going through know, things. I appreciate that because, uh, you know, you're still new, and we need to figure some of these things out. And I know I talked to Steve Cool, and he's going to be working with you in the next. I don't think you know that. He'll be yes. with you Doing the next couple of months, so that'll be great. Uh, so we'll go to uh police report and committee report. And Steph, you're gonna yep. go through some of that. So just a few things that the chief wanted me to relay to you guys. Um, number one, there were zero issues during the first football game. Um, post-football, the porta potties and trash. There were a few issues. He'd spoken to Brian Jensen and they're addressing it with the owners um in anticipation of council approving the ATE ordinance he's been working with genoptics toward the installation of the cameras um and the last thing he wanted me to touch base on was the the basketball game on october 15th whether we wanted to allow parking for that or not but those are the main things and i know that we've got this consideration of resolution uh or ordinance 252 and i'll just make a motion okay thank you you're making a motion for yep. the third consideration of ordinance number 252 authorizing establishment and implementation of an automated traffic enforcement system and establishing civil fines Motion by Stephanie, is there a second? Okay.
2: Second by Doug. Discussion? Roll call. Gone. Aye. Moore? Schroeder? Aye. Scott? Aye. Swales? Aye. Motion carries 5-0. The ordinance is adopted. Okay. Uh, Anything else for staff?
1: Okay, thank you. We'll go on to uh, consider a resolution 2334. And this has to do with a payment for the city's municipal insurance package with an annual agreement in the amount of $10,899. And Steve put this in his report about that. And I don't know, you want to give a brief summary to the public here? There was just a uh, timing issue with renewal of the policy and you know, came up at an off you know, but in between meetings. And so it was important enough that, you know, I suggested to the mayor, I think they told the mayor sure to do things you have to say that. So the mayor we to pay it. So again, the insurance premium got paid, Mike worked with the insurance people and then released it to, to get the application in place. And so what this resolution does is it just ratifies all that, renews the uh, insurance premium. So consideration of resolution twenty four is before the council. Is there a motion? I'll motion? motion. by Lisa. Is there a second? Scott. Okay, second by Bobby. Uh, any discussion? Okay, roll call vote.
2: More? Aye. Schroeder. Aye. Scott. Swales. Aye. Gone. Aye. Motion carries
1: 5-0. Thank you. Um, We'll go on to the engineering report and I am we already did the pay application. So yeah, we've been busy. <laughs> yeah. I guess that was um probably the first thing was just we have we had the consideration of a pay application for pay application number two for Oakcrest Avenue and Mahaska Drive intersection improvements, uh which was in the amount of three thousand five hundred eighty-four dollars and sixteen cents. Um, just in case you had seen that uh value that was that was for the side that was installed uh, a couple weeks ago so construction update on that project sod has been installed they're watering the side um as they are supposed to do um and then we issued a punch list uh a few minor things uh but we should be wrapping that one up here in the next month so metronet uh did another review of the side and for metronet um they've built um areas that are not um Taking. so they also had um a street panel replacement which we talked about at the last meeting um at that time when i met with their contractor we looked at it it was right in front of a curb ramp that's on grand avenue and sunset intersection north sunset intersection which did not have detectable warnings on it so i kind of made the, the spot decision to just go ahead and get that replaced and add the detectable warnings it's um, going to be a area compliant um, which is something which you are supposed to do if you're removing and replacing more than 50% of that crosswalk, which which Metronet was doing and they were paying for the street panel replacement. So um that was a city cost, it was twelve hundred dollars and it was included in the one says so anybody didn't see that one. Um let's see Metronet. Hopefully I can get that round to go here right down in the next month um with sod replacement. George Street, cul-de-sac. Uh, so I sent an agreement and quotation form to Lynch Excavating and trying to get this one finalized. Uh, I guess just um, to get ahead of it, what I'm thinking and what I've told them, it, the best timing for that work. Um, and, and I know we've been talking about this for a couple of meetings, but this is the cul-de-sac of George Street off of Melrose here. So um, obviously kind of big um, game day area. Um, so there is a body. week and then there's no waiting in the bathroom. Um, I don't remember the exact dates, but the end of October, you know, for last week, October, they're keeping of November there. I'm thinking that's probably the uh, most ideal time to do that when we're in replacement. And the intent would be to do that halfway at a time to allow access to the residents that are inside the cool side there still. So a so. couple of those details I'll just keep working through with lynch. Um, Monroe Green improvements. Um, I told you last meeting we were gonna get started on this and then uh, the contractor excavated the existing gas main, and uh, we discovered it wasn't where I thought it was. Um, so uh, I had to have a meeting with MidAmerican american Gas and um, their input was that we we really should get the gas relocated um, and wait to do the work until they could have a chance to do that. So, um, so that's ultimately what we decided after some feedback and different um, Reviewing different options and scenarios, it was decided that, that would be the best thing to do, uh, which I talked about with Reason Doug a little bit also. So, so that's what we're doing. Mid Am told me last week that they plan to submit their plans this week um, for that work, and then they might have a crew available a couple weeks after that. So their original target was mid October to be done, and that's still kind of on track. So as far as the roadway work, we're going to have to assess what the weather is doing. And, and kind of talk, keep coordinating with the contractor on sort of a whether we start that work yet this fall or push it to the spring and and we just make sure we're ready to shut down and get things reopened at the weather times yeah payment so.
3: okay. markings
1: um again like we talked about um the contractor last month had reported that they were they were done and then uh, that night at the council meeting, it was clear that they weren't done. So I followed up with them. Um and, and they I believe they've pretty much finished up. There's a couple things I'm going to double check and then get back with them on quantities, but we don't have a uh uh invoice or pay application from them yet. Gulfview Avenue drainage channel maintenance. Um, spoke with this contractor yesterday. They're retaining wall blocks for the adjacent property owners. Uh, slope stabilization work um, have been delivered, and he's wrapping up another project and expects to begin this work uh, next week, the second half of next week. Uh, Highland Drive and uh, Ridgeview Avenue, these are a couple new ones on the report. Um, so, City Council approved uh, both of these projects in the current 2023 2024 fiscal year budget for design and bid this fall and winter, and then um, in order to be constructed next next summer. Um, so these were a couple we reviewed and discussed uh, during budgeting in April. Um, so we do plan to combine these two projects because that was also the feedback that we received from council was, um, you know, there's a little bit more funding now. So. We'd like to try and make these projects bigger for to make them a little bit more cost effective. So that is our that is our plan. Um, but if the budget situation changed, we could we can separate the two projects. It's just gonna take a little bit of work on um, the plan uh, side of things, the actual print sheets. Um, we did complete survey work this last month and um, I've got a couple guys in our office starting to look through that, work right on design stuff, so print sheets. Miscellaneous items. Uh, I was on Benton Street corner again today, um, coordinating with Iowa City. um, And I'll be out at their progress meeting tomorrow morning to discuss some signal questions there on Benton um, and Sunset Intersection. But that corner is, they were warming up the sidewalks today. So I expect that work to be kind of open well, I think up on ARC
3: one, I think about a week or so. Right.
1: Yeah. And then the uh, United Private Networks was just a carryover from last month also. That fiber line work is completed and I'm just gonna be following up with restoration. Talk to that contact yesterday. Any questions for Ryan? Um, the side, I built Preston in the It took a while for the it, but it landed the community. Yeah, it looked very good. I didn't know when they were going to do that work. Uh, I asked them to let me know so we could be on site beforehand so I could discuss that. I yes. all the week before they <laughs> <laughs> they didn't yeah. uh, did tell me then when they were going to be on site. So I'm going to let them out there. But, okay. what was it? It was <laughs> Hopefully everybody in that neighborhood is happy.
0: That yeah. I think it <laughs> Do we need
1: to go on the consideration of the application? No, that was in the warrant. So, oh, you already uh, did. Yeah, yeah, it's in okay. the warrant. I always, I'm not sure. I'm always sure, like, I guess they're in the the warrants. I think that's typical okay. for this for the city. That's how we've done other ones previously. Um, but, but uh, I'm out of order. I'm, sure. I'm gonna. I couldn't believe it was only 3,500. Aren't they always like, you know, tens of thousands that's of thousands, dollars? Yeah, yeah, like, right. This can't be there right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there will be one more pay application there's retainage, so we have 5% retainage. Okay. I think be around $6,000. So yeah, okay. and so we don't release, we don't we don't approve and release that until we have a final pay application, which means all the punchless things are done and um they have submitted as builds in their maintenance line, but. And it sure looks nice. And then we you said it should the revenue. Yeah, right. Yeah, Steve's right. So when we do the final, we do do like a resolution for final acceptance right? from, from the city, that, that all the punch lists and all those requirements of the contract and things Any other questions for Ryan? OK, we'll go to Tim. Billings on You have anything, Tim? Little thing there uh here he at at 332 closer i i got a complaint that nobody was knowing the parkway on Charles oh. and brian I think that's taken care of under oh good take the yeah thank you uh e-government lisa you set up a report around i do it and i'm just kind of uh, we have refuse cycle date change after Labor Day. With... Good, I mean, anybody, I just don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. So, you will notice in my report, go right, can subscribe to notify me on the city website and get notifications about this. I have to specifically. Just sign up at for the Well, also leave and all of that stuff. And the next ones that I have, are not anything for Columbus Day. There's a question still, maybe about Thanksgiving. But Christmas and December. So I think there's I sorry, Christmas December and New Year's January 3rd. But that's in my report, so it's other things. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever it's a holiday that week, on a Monday, they're always going to move it to a Wednesday. And I first, and I thought, everybody knows this, right? And so I go outside. My husband had already moved it in for a <laughs> and I had to pull back in. Yeah. And I go around the neighborhood and say, no. <laughs> I think everybody on this. I uh, that house. was like, oh my goodness. Well, my neighborhood was looking good in the evening and in the morning. They put them all. They were all at. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I knocked on a lot of doors. Yeah. So these are scheduled to go out the week ahead. Yeah. So it's, it's not that they didn't notice my anything. <laughs> so anyway. Um, okay. So, thanks for putting all those dates on there and updating the police thing. I haven't had a look at that yet. But, um, oh, and then we could sign up. So you have a link to sign up, which is good. So, thanks for doing that oh, all together. And you have the dates for the lead, too. Did you say that? Yeah, they're, oh, they're in yeah, the right. calendar, are not a highlight yet. Yeah. And I guess I could be one So to this the end of the farmer's market this Yeah, you wrote down the 26th. Didn't I see you write right yeah. that? Yes. That's the last 26th of September is the last finance market. Okay. And then um, okay, so we go to announcements. Are there any announcements? So is there any objection to adjournment? During none, the meeting's adjourned by unanimous consent. Thanks, everyone. Go Hawks.